G'day and welcome to Is It Relevant Today? Right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigao, and on this show we're examining biblical concepts and ideas and asking ourselves the important question, Is It Relevant Today? Or is it as outdated and ridiculous as buttons on phones? Before we get into the topic today, I just wanted to let you know of our YouTube channel called Is It Relevant Today? where we have video presentations of a number of topics including Can the Bible be trusted? and Why Does Evil Exist? Be sure to check it out. One of, if not the most cherished belief of Christians worldwide is the return of Jesus Christ. However, I've heard numerous ideas on how and even when this will occur. I've even heard many say that Jesus has already returned. Some say this happened in 1844, others in 1915. But is there a way to know? What does the Bible tell us relating to this grand event and how can we be sure not to be deceived? Will this event be televised or will it happen with a secret rapture? Is there a chance that I'll miss out if I'm in outback Australia or in the cave system of Kentucky? We'll look at this topic today, but we'll first start off with a couple of songs, beginning with Chris Rice, How Great Thou Art, from his 2006 Peace Like a River album. Oh Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, Thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee, How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. When through the woods and forest glades I wander, and hear the birds sing sweetly in the trees When I look down from lofty mountain grandeur And hear the brook and feel the gentle breeze Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee How great Thou art, how great Thou art Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee How great Thou art, how great Thou art And when I think That God, His Son not sparing, sent Him to die, I scarce can take it in. That on a cross, my burdens gladly bearing, He bled and died to take away my sin. Then sings my soul, God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art, then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. And take me home What joy shall fill my heart Then I shall bow In humble adoration And there proclaim 
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? You're listening to Marius Jigao, and today we're looking at the return of Jesus. Now, to understand how this will happen, we need to see how Jesus went to heaven when he was on earth. We find an account of this in the book of Acts, chapter 1, verses 9 to 11. They read, 
Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. The first thing to understand about the return of Jesus is that it will occur just as he went up to heaven. It will be a literal event. It won't be some mysterious psychological phenomena, but a real event where the actual physical Jesus will return in the same manner that he went to heaven. So, if it will be an actual physical event, who will see it? Will he come to Ballarat or Melbourne City? Or will he choose to come to Las Vegas? Who will see Jesus' return? To answer this question, we need to have a look at Revelation 1 verse 7. It reads, Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, Amen. So let's hear that again. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him. So, how many eyes will see him? Well, we're told that every eye will see him. So, will the eyes of the people in Ballarat see him? Yes, every eye will see him. What about the eyes of those in Melbourne City? Yes, every eye will see him. So, what about Las Vegas? Yes, even those eyes of the people in Las Vegas will see him. The Bible clearly tells us that every single eye on earth will see him. And I've heard some say that this is impossible, given the shape of the earth, for everyone to see him. And they ask me, how can this happen? Notice what it doesn't say. It doesn't say that every eye will see him at once, just that every eye will see him. Maybe he'll travel around the globe. To be honest, I don't exactly know how this will happen. But what I do know is that the Bible clearly tells us that Every eye shall see him. Now, what about the secret rapture? I thought that there would be some kind of secret rapture. I'm sure I've heard something about this. We'll examine this just after these songs.
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigao, and today we're looking at the second coming and how the Bible tells us that this event will occur. We've so far discovered that Jesus will return in the same way he went to heaven. It will be an actual, physical event, and it will be an event that everyone will see. We're now asking, what about the rapture? Won't there be some kind of secret rapture? We're told in Matthew 24, verses 40 to 42. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken, and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. This verse tells us that some will be left, and some will be taken. But does it tell us that this will happen in secret? There is a biblical principle that I've noticed that often gets overlooked. Some people focus on individual verses and often lose focus on the whole. It is important that the biblical ideas we form are built up 
upon each other, and that one verse in Scripture be understood in light of other verses around it. In 2 Timothy 3.16, we are told that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. And if this is the case, and this is the case, they must all fit in with each other. Now, while we are told that some will be left and some will be taken, we are not told that this will happen secretly. Matthew simply says that some will be taken and others not. It gives us examples of work, where someone you work with may go to heaven and others may not. Jesus gives a similar idea in Matthew 24, verses 37 to 39. It reads, But as the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. Here again we have an example of some being taken and some being left behind. But again, this doesn't suggest it happens secretly. In fact, it cannot happen secretly. As we noted, all scripture must fit in with each other. How could something happen secretly and for all eyes to see it? This is simply not possible. In fact, we're told in Matthew 24:26, if you are told the Messiah is in the desert, don't go there. And if you are told that he is in some secret place, don't believe it. Here we are told by Jesus himself that if someone tells us he has come secretly, not to believe them. Jesus will not come secretly. In fact, every eye will see him. After these songs, we'll see another aspect of Jesus' return that could by no means happen in secret. Jesus, I surrender all to Him I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him in His presence daily.
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, where we're looking at how Jesus will return and what this will be like. We know that every eye will see him, but what about our other senses? Will we need to listen carefully to make sure we don't miss out? Psalms chapter 50 verse 3 tells us, Our God shall come and shall not keep silent. A fire shall devour before him and it shall be very tempestuous all around him. Here we have another clear description of the second coming, and we are told that Jesus will not keep silent. Now, I have a son that sometimes doesn't keep very silent. We're also expecting a baby any day now, and I'm quite certain she will likely not keep silent either. What will it be like when God doesn't keep silent? We expect his return to be a loud event. We're even told that it will be tempestuous there and there will be trouble all around us. We get another clear description of this event in one of my favorite passages of the New Testament. Unsurprisingly, it describes Jesus' return. In 1 Thessalonians 4, 15-17 it says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we, who are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus, we shall always be with the Lord. Now in Psalms, we found out that God will not keep silent. Here we have another description of just how audible this event will be. There are three clear statements about how this event will sound in the passage we just read. Let's see if you can pick them out. Here it is again. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. So, we are first told that he will descend from heaven with a shout. Can you imagine just how loud God can shout? We're also told that it will be with the voice of an archangel. The Bible describes two archangels that accompany the throne of God, and it will be the voice of one or both of these that will announce the Lord's return. And finally, we have the trumpet of God. Now, I wanted a brass instrument when I was younger, but I never got one because it was too loud. Can you imagine what the trumpet of God sounds like? At the sound of this trumpet, the dead will raise. To me, this sounds like a magnificent visual and audible event. If you'd like to see a video presentation of this talk, look up Is It Relevant Today on YouTube and click on How Will the World End? Now, some ask me, hang on a second, Marius. Doesn't the Bible describe it being like a thief in the night? What's this about? We'll find out just after these songs. Yet you come to me in mercy Undeserving loss now found Your love begins to pour When you surround me with your mercy Just when I feel my way is lost and need some light to see Just when I would have given up You go and mercy me 
Mercy me when I'm falling. Mercy me, hear me calling. Mercy me like raindrops falling. Pour your grace out on me. Mercy me when I'm hurting. Mercy me so undeserving. Mercy me when I'm dirty. Wash me. Mercy me, have mercy on me, have mercy on me, Lord. You are God and I am not. I'm nothing without you and your incredible mercy. More desperately than I need the air I breathe, Father, fill the air with mercy. Just when I feel I can't go on, about to sink beneath the sea. Just when I think the end has come, you go and mercy me. Mercy me when I'm falling. Mercy me, hear me calling. Mercy me like raindrops falling. Pour your grace out on me. Mercy me when I'm hurting. Mercy me so undeserving. Mercy me when I'm dirty. Wash me. Through pain, I can't. 
close my heart to thee. I trace the rainbow through the rain and feel the promises not vain. That morn shall tearless be. Up my head, I dare not ask to fly from thee. I lay in dust, life's glory dead, and from the ground there blossoms red. Life that shall endless peace. Life that shall endless peace. Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. You're listening to Marius Jigau, and today we've been looking at the second coming, at the return of Jesus, and we've so far discovered that this event is not a secret one. In fact, we read a verse which said that if you are told it's in secret, do not believe it. We've further discovered that it will be a physical event, just as Jesus' ascension to heaven was, and that it will be seen by every eye on earth. But not only that, we found that it will be a loud event, heralded by a shout in the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God. However, some are unsure as to what the verse describing the second coming as a thief in the night is all about. So let's have a look. It's found in Second Peter 3 verse 10, which reads, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Now let's pause here for a second. How could this event be like a thief in the night and also be seen and heard by everyone? I don't know about you, but the thieves I hear about don't steal when everyone is looking. They also don't go around playing the trumpet. How can we reconcile the things we've learned so far with the idea of the Lord coming as a thief in the night? Well, what this is referring to is that it will take some people by surprise. Some people will not be expecting Jesus to return when he does. The reason that thieves are often successful in stealing is that people do not expect them to come. This comment refers to the fact that just like a thief in the night comes, when you may not be expecting him, so Jesus will not announce his return. Now we know that this is referring to when we read the rest of the verse. Here it is from the beginning again. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burnt up. We also discovered that Jesus' return will result in the world as we know it ending. Now this is not something we need to worry about. In fact, this is something we should be looking forward to. As when Jesus returns, he will take those who've put their trust in him home with him. In Revelation chapter 21 verses 1 to 4, we find one of my favorite promises. It says, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death nor sorrow, nor crying, there shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is coming back and he is coming with the clouds. It will be an awesome, visible, audible event which will bring an end to the suffering we have experienced here on this earth. I personally can't wait for that day. We thank you for listening today and don't forget to visit our Facebook page Is It Relevant Today and give us a big thumbs up or you may like to visit our YouTube channel called Is It Relevant Today where we have video presentations on topics including the one we've just been talking about titled How Will the World End and others including When Will Jesus Return? We look forward to seeing you next week. I'm Marius Jigau. God bless and I hope you have a magnificent day.
You've been listening to Is It Relevant Today? If you have any questions or comments, please leave them on our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? But for now, thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next week. I love to tell the story T'will be my theme in glory To tell the old, old story Of Jesus and His love